What's up, internet? This is your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and this is another edition of the podcast being a video, a little vlog thing that I've been doing. Um, I'm in a weird state, weird mood, weird feeling because of this whole coronavirus pandemic. The gym closed, the clinic closed, and feeling a little lost, but at the same time feeling like I got a lot of time to create new projects, help people out there, and, you know, do the best I can do during this time. Um, I'm going to continue giving you guys as much content as possible because every time I go on social media, I feel like all I see is more updates about this virus, more negative things, and, you know, I think we all get to the point where where everything has to kind of stop now because I, I don't think you need to know another fact of deaths and the people being affected like we gotta now you know branch together do our part and just stay the fuck home and wait this thing out but anyway we gotta do some shout outs before I get into the meat and potatoes of this um, episode so number one all top three cities are all Canadian which is super cool so Thunder Bay in Canada shout out to be my new number one. Number two is the city that I reside in, Langley, British Columbia. Shout out to everyone in Langley listening to my show. Number three, little maybe a 15 minute drive from Langley, city of Surrey. Shout out to everyone in Surrey listening to my show. Super awesome. And an honorable mention, number four, I got the country of Brazil listening. First time that um, you guys popped up on my feed as my top cities around the world. So shout out to everyone in Brazil listening to my show. That's super awesome. All right. So what I want to talk about is context. So it's an interesting concept that I want to bring up because I don't think anyone really talks about it when it comes to the fitness industry is context. So if you are a fitness enthusiast or a person that stumbled upon my podcast hoping to find the answers to the success to fitness and health and weight loss and all that fun stuff, you're probably in a state where you compare yourself to the people around you and the people you see on Instagram, Facebook, and if you're a weird person, fitness magazines, because who buys fitness magazines anymore? Um, when I bring this up, a lot of people understand where I'm coming from because it makes sense. But at the same time, um, it's hard to get out of it. So an example, if you are following people on Instagram that are fitness models women that are not older than 25 years old that have a so-called perfect body that you aspire to have 
if you're a dude looking at guys like The Rock or I don't know any other fit dude from the Marvel universe and you're comparing yourself to those guys constantly your like perceived notion of what successful fitness is is way beyond realistic like these people um let's start with actors that say get a role to be a superhero their number one priority in life is to get as fit as possible and to eat as specific as possible that their dietitian created a plan for them for like six months straight and that's all they do that's all they do and for some reason your average Joe that has a nine-to-five job probably has a few kids decides that that's what fitness and health success looks like and now you're on this never-ending um, kind of quest for a body that most likely you won't get and not knowing this you're going to be in a constant state of defeat <clears throat> and that really screws up a lot of people and no wonder people feel that this you know this obsession for weight loss and fat loss is almost not worth it or it just feels like it's impossible so to take it on the flip side if you ever read certain of the certain actors that have been through the ringer of prepping for a movie it's not that fun it's and most of them say it's not worth it um i can't remember the actor's name but he has a new role in i think eternals or the new mutants one of the two and i believe is a comedian by trade slash actor and he got this role of a superhero and he had a huge body transformation right like shredded to bits big ass muscles and i remember reading his interview about his whole process and he's like if i didn't have a trainer and then a whole team to tell me what to do 24 hours of the day every single day of the week this would not be possible context you know what i mean see where i'm going with this if you are the average person looking like a superhero in a movie both in male and female it's going to be a lot tougher than you think so now you got to set some like realistic goals not to say that you can't look like that but you're going to have to make some huge sacrifices in order to look like that so the way i kind of <clears throat> showcase this is i have a lot of experience um training clients um, for long distance events. So I've had a lot of uh, marathon runners, uh, cycling uh, clients, as well as um, um, Ironman athletes. And to put things in perspective, a half Ironman 
consists of a, I think a, it's a one kilometer swim, I believe, or a 1.5, I think it's a 1.5 kilometer swim. 120 kilometers, I don't know how many that's in miles, so sorry, US people. Um, get on the metric system. Uh, um, yeah, 120 kilometers on the bike and then a half marathon. To properly train for something like that, um, you almost have to dedicate about 20 hours of training per week in order to show up on race day and not bonk out and wither away, which is pretty grueling of a um, schedule. And it's almost like a part-time job if you really think about it, like 20 hours a week of training. That's essentially the same amount of time and effort you would have to put into your body to look like what you think is the form of success of a body when it comes to fitness and health. And if you're not willing to put that much effort into it, then you need to look at different mindset goals, right? This is all coming from this idea of context. And then, going back to the actors and actresses that have gone through this process, many of them did not like it. So I'm a huge Wolverine fan, like Hugh Jackman, like freaking awesome individual when it comes to playing that role. If you read his schedule, he had to eat so much freaking food in order to gain that amount of mass for the role. Like he would set an alarm at 4 a.m. to break up his sleep cycle to consume calories and then go back to sleep and then train first thing in the morning. Like, that's the extent that they had to do. And then when he said that when he was done with the role, he was actually really relieved that he could, like, live a normal life. Like, that's the extreme, right? Chris Evans from the Avengers who played Captain America in the very beginning, he did not want to take the role, and Robert Downey Jr. actually had to convince him to take the role. Part of the um, requirement of the role is like to gain something stupid, like 60 pounds of mass. And I remember seeing an interview with him where he was like, I constantly had to eat and eat and eat, and when I was stuffed, I had to eat even more. Like, that's the extent, like that's a lot on the body. So now that we know that there is all these extremes and on the flip side, when those people have those bodies that you think is what you need to have, they're not too happy, right? Like an example for me, like I weigh around 162, 163. My body fat percentage is probably about 9%. Me going down to 6%, so cutting 3% body fat, am I gonna be happier than what I am now? probably not probably not like would it be cool to be even more lean yeah definitely but am i willing to put in the extra effort at this point in my life probably not because i have other priorities in my life right now so you really got to think of the context of 
the people that are really, really fit, that have the bodies that you really, really want, are they truly happy? Maybe, like there are some people that are so into fitness that their entire world like revolves around their goals of staying super lean, right? Maybe they have a partner that are exactly the same way as they are and they wake up at 5 a.m. every day to go work out. They don't have any kids. They weigh all their food together, eat the same thing. Like it's possible, but for the average person, you gotta start thinking about more realistic goals of how your body should look like when it comes to your definition of success of fitness and health. All right, these are all the things that people need to think about when they start chasing fitness goals because everyone that starts their health journey they're like I want to get a six pack but it's like do you really know what it takes to actually get to that point like it's a really really hard thing to do not just mentally but also like physically like your body hates losing weight hates it it likes to just stay the same so even from a cellular level, like your body has everything against you to make sure that you're not losing or gaining weight. I'm gonna end it there, guys. Thank you for listening to me ramble. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Share this podcast with friends and family. Give me a five-star rating. Um, hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, Instagram, all the fun stuff. And I will continue giving you the best fitness and health advice out there. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time.